You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSE has opened its doors for the final day of the trading week, so it's time for the opening. And this morning I'm speaking to Nick Kunzer from Sunland Private Wealth, and I watched with uh, not horror, but mildly sort of self-satisfied feeling last night when I saw the Dow Jones going down nearly 7%. And of course, it's bounced back this morning, or the futures have anyway, but it was a very interesting session. Yeah, morning, Lindsay, it was. And and I guess the reason why I think there hasn't been so much of a massive reaction this morning, I mean, I thought I'd I'd sort of uh, turn my screens on and see the Far East down a lot more than it was. I mean, it was all red. But, I mean, I was thinking we'd get a 3 4%. And, in fact, uh, the Shanghai was actually up a quarter percent at one point. So I think it was very much people thinking that the U.S. has just run too hard. It has been outperforming uh, the rest of the world uh, in the last – in this lockdown sort of uh, two-, three-month period. And um, I think it was just a bit of healthy profit-taking, quite frankly. Uh, but yes. some of the moves are big. I mean, the, if you look at the, the airline shares and – the ones that concern me more are the financial markets. I mean, um, I think JP Morgan was down 8%. Citigroup was down about 14% yesterday. Wow. So there's some quite big sell-offs in the financial space, which always makes me a bit nervous because that's kind of your proxy where things are. I mean, I think, uh, I don't know, maybe it was Jay Powell spoiling the party the night before. And then uh, this morning we had some really catastrophic numbers out of the UK with the GDP. And yes. I think these are all just reminders that we have a long way to go before any sense of normality, even if we'll get back to normality, I don't know. So it's a little bit out there at, this, at the moment. Yeah, but, but I would I would have to say, sorry, I would have mm-hmm. to say, it is a, it's a little bit, even though there's a lot of red on the screen, it's almost like a, it's not a panic sell-off. It just seems a little bit calmer. I think it was Larry Kudlow, actually, last night. There was uh, Steve Mnuchin and also Larry Kudlow both speaking when when they watched in horror as the S&P <laughs> and the Dow and everything fell because their boss, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Trump, was probably on the, you know, texting them or something. But anyway, mm. Larry Kudlow said, it's just a bad day in the markets. It's, it, mm. it, it, it's very simple. We've run really hard. He said exactly what you're saying. But still, 6.9% is quite meaningful for a Dow Jones fall. No, that's chunky. That's chunky. It's, it's up there in the top 10. I think it was number five or six of the biggest sell-offs uh, points-wise. It's it's pretty decent. Um, did you see? Did you see his boss's tweet yesterday when we were selling off? No, he didn't tell me. So it was it was quite a quite a good one. He says the Federal Reserve is wrong so often. He wrote, "I see the numbers, and we do much better than the Fed does." I quite what I don't know what, what does it that mean. That, I don't know. I, I don't know what the President of America says. We do much better than the Fed do. I have no idea. He says, he says we'll have a very good third quarter, a great fourth quarter, and we'll have one of our best years ever. That's my opinion in an uppercase watch. So I really don't quite know what to make of that. No. no I don't think anybody does, Nick. He just gets we, better and do, better. We do much better than the Fed. I, I, I don't know. what is <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll oh, come up with anyway. something clever for this evening. But mm. anyway, let's have a look at the Stock Exchange News Service this morning, if we can. Oh, yeah. no, let's, before we do that, just tell me about mm. those UK GDP numbers, because in the month of April, GDP shrank in the UK by the biggest uh, increment on record, yeah. 20.4%. I mean, we know it's closed down and everything, but people are expecting 15 but 20.4%, that is really, really, yeah, really yeah, stiff. Yeah, I sort of... 
I mean, I caught these numbers. They came across at exactly eight o'clock, and I just started uh, started my morning meeting, and I sort of quoted them out. And, and you, the general response is like what you just mentioned. Now everyone's like, "Well, well, you know, it's kind of what we expected." But it doesn't take it away from the fact that I think the numbers are. I mean, they're historical and they are watering. So, British economy shrank by a record twenty point four percent in April from March. Mm. Uh, that's obviously around the middle of the coronavirus lockdown. Yes. But uh, in the three months to April, GDP contracted by almost over 10%, 10 percent, 10.4. But I mean, the market was looking for, they're lucky to try to get 18% in a contraction of 10. So, uh, you know, it's, these numbers are almost so bad that you don't know how to react to them. But I mean, I don't see how you could have a silver lining out of this. This is a really, really poor set of numbers. Yes, it really is. Uh, it's just a question of whether it bounces back. It bounces back um, dramatically, mm. as a lot of people are saying. But anyway, um, let's go back to South Africa on the stock exchange news service this morning. We've got a trading update from Barlow World. It says here uh, a challenging trading environment characterised by continuing low business confidence, dropping commodity prices, and depressed consumer consumer demand, uh, etc. Um, higher credit losses and impairments included in operating and capital items. Operating results were also negatively impacted in the month of March in some businesses. And this is quite interesting. It says the classification of the Avis fleet business as held for sale and discontinued operations at the 31st of March. So in other words, the, the car hire business, we've never spoken about car hire businesses. Mm. We've spoken about Hertz. You spoke about them the other day. Avis is up for sale. There's going to be a hell of a lot of really good used cars out there for nothing for sale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. Look, I, I actually think this is quite uh, quite a telling uh, sort of statement from Barla World. Um, I think this, I mean, if you ever want to have a, if you like the sort of, if you want to see growth, you like South Africa, you like the story, I mean, as close as you get to sort of inverted commas, Lindsay, the coalface mm. is Barla World, you know, through the logistics, their warehousing, their trucking, you know, the equipment maker, of course, uh, Caterpillar Earth Moving Equipment's the big one. Uh, they really are a proxy to a health of SA, I think. Uh, and I thought this was quite a quite a sobering uh, announcement. And once again, what what concerns me is uh, they're withdrawing all their previous guidance for the future outlook. Uh, and once again, putting it difficult, putting it people like ourselves who are trying to figure out where to put our clients' money when you have something like Barla World who are really uh, well-run sort of board and well-run management saying they've got no guidance either. It's just I think that sums it up. Anyway, stock down four and a half percent and. Uh, yeah, I think quite a sobering announcement from Barlow World. Quite right, too. Let's have a look at the spot prices. The dollar round 17.10, following up on yesterday's mini mauling. Um, the British pound against the rand is 21.55. The euro rand is 19.35. The euro dollar is 113.10. Uh, last night in the States, the Dow Jones was down 6.9% or 1,861.82 points. That's a big move. S&P was down 5.9% and the Nasdaq was down 5.25%. But the reaction from the Far East on the downside anyway has been rather muted and actually rather encouraging. Tokyo only down three quarters of a percent. It was down 2.5% on the opening, I think. Shanghai is flat and the Hang Seng is 1.1% weaker with Australia, which is normally quite volatile, down around about 2%, which is nothing given what we saw last night. On the commodities markets, the gold price taking a bit of a breather, but it is up $5 to $17.32. Uh, the platinum price is $8.13, barely changed. Where's palladium, please, Nick? Up $25, 1.32%, uh, just shy of $1,950 per ounce. 
And of course, we have to look at the oil price, which um, mm. took a took a big one from yesterday night. as well. It was a mm. really big one yesterday, and it's following through. Uh, stock markets may not be following through, but the oil price is down 3.2 percent for WTI at 35.14, and Brent crude is 37.36, which is a 3.1 percent loser. Uh, so yeah, so um, yeah, that's maybe one to watch. Um, we used to watch it a few weeks ago, but then we switched to something else. But now I'm, I'm starting to think we should be watching the oil price again. What about the movers on the JSC today and also the diary? Start with the diary. Is anything happening today? Well, we've mentioned the UK GDP numbers out, um, <clears throat> which was, was obviously it was the important uh, number for this morning. Uh, we've got some European, I think, manufacturing later. But in stateside, we've got uh, the Labor Department's going to show their uh, import-export prices. Uh, we're looking for for a slight increase of 0.6%. Uh, and then we also have late, I think about 4 o'clock, we've got what they call the um, University of Michigan's uh, consumer sentiment. It's quite a good number to watch, and they're looking for sentiment to have edged up. <clears throat> so there's a few things on the diary to keep an eye out for, definitely. But just going back to what you're saying, Lindsay, on the oil price, I think we should stick that on our on our watch list as mm. well, because uh, today's move is quite big. And there was a surprise sort of uh, increase in uh, inventory numbers that was the catalyst yesterday, obviously with the risk the risk off mood as well. So I mean that oil's done what 13, 14% in a day and a half. It's one to keep an eye on. Yes, it certainly is. And here's a few um, stocks to keep an eye on this morning because the top five major moves on my 15-minute delayed screen are as follows. Hammerson on the upside by nearly 4%. AB InBev up 1.1%. Glencore up two-thirds. MTN up half a percent. And Anglo-American PLC just very slightly higher, around about 0.1%. On the downside, uh, Sassel down 11.11. 11.11 uh, down to 20, sorry, 120 rand per share. Distel is down four and two thirds percent, redefined down four point four percent, and Sibania still water down three point nine percent. Outside of those uh, larger cap stocks, what are you seeing? Well, mainly, mainly a lot of this what we call the interest rate sensitives. Um, you know, funny enough, the the bond markets, the SA bond markets, I like to think have been quite almost a muted response given what the equity markets have done and that massive move we had in the RAND yesterday. I mean, I think 2016, the last time we saw a move like that, the bond markets, which I think tend to sort of be the real money, they've been quite muted actually. Um, but this morning, the interest rate sensitives are getting a bit of a knock. So I'm looking at all the property companies. I'm looking at the banks. The, the financials took a big knock on Wall Street last night. Mm. And I'm waiting to see if there's a follow-through this morning, uh, even though the banks were quite down quite a bit. But yeah, I'll have to keep it on those. That's what I'm keeping on this morning. Okay, good. Um, yeah, it's actually quite an important day when it comes to technical analysis um, because if mm. there's no follow through and maybe if the market bounces back, then that'll play into the hands of the V-shaped recoveryists, which is a new phrase that I've just invented. Uh, but if it <laughs> if suddenly we get the bounce back here during Far Eastern European hours and then in the afternoon the Americans come in and sell mm. it off again, then that may be more meaningful. So one to watch for. Um, give us the JSC indices after 40 minutes of trading, if you would. So after 40 minutes of trading, we're actually well off the lows. The uh, the top 40 was down almost um, 1,000 points. We're now down 600. So the top 40 at the moment down 608 points, or 1.26%. Uh, the all share down 1.25%, 671 points. And then this is a little bit mixed. Um, we have uh, utilities are flat, uh, but mostly in the red. We've got technology down a quarter percent. Basic materials down one and a quarter Healthcare down 1.8, and the financials we just mentioned, they are pulling us low. They are down 2.86% at the moment. 
Nick, thanks so much for your time this morning. That's Nick Kunzer from Sandland Private Wealth. That was the opening. Nick will be back with me for the five o'clock shadow. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.